There's one goal here, and one promise I made to Mrs. Ford is winning. For that to happen, everyone needs to be on the same page to be in the best position with the right plan. Every person in this building has a job to do, and each job is important. If we can get one step better every day, that's putting this organization in the right direction. Donald steps up in the pocket, now throws. It is picked up by Ryan. Come back right side. Inside the 10. It is Quadre Diggs to the 5. To the house. Touchdown to Cornlion. How about that for an opening act? Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The Detroit Lions Podcast Post Game Show with your hosts, Chris and Case. Hey, Heidi Ho Lions fans, welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast Live Post Game Show. This is the official Detroit Lions Podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and co-host, Ash, the man, Thompson. How you doing, buddy? Well, I've got my uniform on. Uh, it's my first time. Hopefully, I don't pull an Agnew. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. We got a lot to talk about. Big win today. It was it was dodgy. It was touch and go. We uh, maybe aren't as happy with the team as we could be, but we still got the W at the end of the day. We'll talk about the game. We'll have a roundtable discussion, and we'll take your calls. Got a lot going on. You ready to go, Ash? Absolutely. Let's kick this off and break it down. That's what we're going to do. All right, let's talk about it. First couple of quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Special thanks to Dylan from Guam. That's right. Of course, our very first donor, Mathis. Brian B. Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail. Check them out, iprevailband.com. He rolled around in the Slack today a little bit. Around halftime, he was getting the hype on. Uh, you can join the Slack as well. Hang out with us, the whole crew. Uh, most intelligent Lions chat on the internet. And I, I, will you, would you disagree, Ash? I'll ask you straight up. I mean, you can be honest. It's, it's, no, it's like 90% me, so I kind of have to agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Get on board with that. All you got to do is commit to at least a dollar a month in donations at patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. You get the slack, you get all kinds of insider info and other stuff just as cool. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. And check us out on the Twitter machine at D-E-T Lions Podcast. D-E-T Lions Podcast. It's the very best place to see Ash. Sans pantalon. Oh, I love it when you bring out the French. Of course, on YouTube, you can check that out. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. What else would it be? Come on. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Check us out. Love, love, love. Subscribe. Hit the bell. All that kind of stuff. You'll get notified when we go live and every time we get a new video up. Lastly, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Give us those five-star love. We love that when you do that and it helps other people get pointed to where we're going. All right, let's do it. We got that stuff out of the way. Let's get into it. This is no time for a quick release. We're going deep. Woo! What a game. What yeah. a game. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a nice lead you've got there. Be a shame if someone made a comeback, huh? would. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, I'm going to let you kind of run with it. Ash, I've been talking a lot here, getting us, uh, getting us up and running. A lot happened in this game. There's a lot to unpack here. Let's, uh, let's get started. What, what did you see out there? Well, uh, Tyrell Crosby, not the end of the world at left tackle against Joey Bosa. Holy like, God. I thought that was going to be game destroying, honestly. Yeah. I thought it was a. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. I was 
astounded. I mean, think about this. If you were to go um the, after the between right before the start of the season and you were to hear that uh Taylor Decker was ass in game 1 and Terrell Crosby owned the show in game 2, you'd be like, "What? What kind of crack are you on, man?" And and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Does not seem likely. And I don't know if I'd go quite that far describing his play, but he was good enough, yeah. which is a far cry from what we got in the first week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, that's a, that's a great point. And uh, often that kind of in the trenches play, unless it goes like it did with, with Decker, goes somewhat un- unnoticed. So it was, it's, it's good to yeah. kind of pull that out. What else, what else jumps out at you from this game? Uh, well, uh, I think that might have been the worst game I've seen Darius Slay play since his rookie year. Ouch. Right? Yeah. Right. Oh, just crispy burned all day. Oh, that was horrible. But then at the end, huh? There's our guy. <laughs> he, he's, it was, he took this whole bend but don't break thing and he personalized it. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he took Fair it made, on himself and made it real. Holy cow. Yeah. Like 30 seconds before that in the Slack chat, I was like, this is where on a good team, someone steps up and makes a play and pick. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And, and I was ready. I was ready to rip Slay up. Second in the division. Yep. Yep. Second. <laughs> oh, did Minnesota lose? Did they, did they, well, not- hey, someone's two and oh, someone's one and one. Well, if, if, if Minnesota wins that game, then I think we're in first, right? Oh, Is no, 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 no. They're going to be two and oh. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, because we don't have a division we'll, record we'll either. We'll be second, right? yes. Yeah. We will be second in the uh, in the yeah. division. Okay, okay. My Math bad. is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a good mather. I was, you can't tell me Kent Platt. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so uh, Slate was good. I was ready to rip him up and down today, yeah. so I'm, yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to. Um, Page of notes. About it. Yeah. <laughs> we can still talk about it a little bit, though. Yeah, yeah well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some things there. Um, what else you got? You got anything else? You, any other headlines you want to hit? Well, beyond that, honestly, the linebackers have been the revelation of the season, which is not something I thought I'd be saying in week two, Like particularly with Jared Davis not having been able to play I mean, Christian Jones has just been a ridiculously fundamentally sound linebacker, and Jelani Tavai is a wrecking ball. Like, it, it has, I am so glad that thus far I was 100% wrong on that draft pick. Wow. wow. <laughs> and yeah. I'll step up the player right now. The, the early reviews say that I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, you still have, um, um, oh, God. He's, he's, he's been cut, and I've already forgotten our second round pick. Um <laughs> Uh, Tease Tabor. Tease, yeah. God. Th- thanks, I guess, for reminding for me of his name. We weren't following me on Twitter. <laughs> we reacted to that pick. Was, no! Yeah. You sounded like me on the Ebron pick there. Yeah. <laughs> All I, right. I, I, I've been so upset. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going on. Lots going on. I want to I talk a little bit about Agnew. Uh, he he, he yep. may have lost a spot on the team uh, um, today. Yeah. But, yeah. Like At this point, you, you cannot put him back out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there, There's... It's not even a matter of replacement level at this point. You just need someone who catches the ball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me see if I can. Um, so there's this there's this one guy um, on, on Twitter. I got this is the other piece I want to talk about is um, some of the crazy whiny fans. It can get huh. it, it can get like look. I get you know. Yeah. You can get into that. You can get into that place, right? You can get in that place. But here we yeah. were. I saw so many people. That that stadium was almost silent there in, in the third quarter, and I kind of get it. There's one, this one guy, call him dumb son of a bitch. He, uh, he, 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 I guarantee at the end of that game, he was still sitting down with his lip out because he was mad because he couldn't bitch. That's, that's really what we got going on. Nobody, 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 you just gotta, you gotta get over it, folks. You gotta get done with the, um, 
with uh, giving up early, the crying, and and go with it. Either just don't or, or or don't be a fan. I mean, that's the other way, I guess, to kind of go with it because um, they're just they're just gonna be right. They're gonna be. They, they are the team. Limiting opinion there, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working with some tech stuff in the background while I do this, so I'm, I, my mouth might be more faster than my brain. I might say some crazy things. <laughs> um, the other thing was this game. Both teams looked like ass out there for for a majority of the game. The Chargers could have won this. Should have won this. By all accounts, ahead of the game, they were the preferred winners. I was stupid enough to be smart and not go with my heart and pick the Chargers to win this game in our Pick'em League. So I'm, I'm, you know, there, there's, I don't even know how to call. They that. won 12 games last year. You were making the rational decision, but yeah. at the, a certain <laughs> famous director made uh, playing uh, any given Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So both teams played like crap. And it, if we're going to play like crap, that's what I want is to see the other team playing like crap too. I still would, you know, this is something we've talked about the last couple of seasons. I'd love to see some convincing wins out of this Lions team. Um, that Arizona game could have been a convincing win, but they they choked it out there. Yep. Um, I, I, I want this team to come in, dominate a team, own a team, and and push this thing and win it. But, um, Someday. Yeah, it's coming. You can see it, right? You had really talented players on the team. They're having a hard time to ex- execute, and I think was really what where we were at. If they can pull this together, um, I, the the last game I feel like I mean the thirty the the shutout of the Packers, of course, but th- that's kind of an asterisk kind of game. Um, there was a lot of people hurt end of the season, yeah. didn't really mean much, whatever. But um, the last time I feel like we really played like a top shelf football team is when we beat the Patriots. That was all three phases of the game. We we really nailed it. All right. And again, that was coming off a string of not particularly great play. And then just suddenly, oh, hey. Yep. Yep. That's exactly there is something there. That way it surprised the hell out of all of us. Yep. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Uh, we're going to get your calls here in one second. All right. First, we have to talk about uh, the man, the myth, the legend that um, you need to avoid. It's actually, you know, you've heard of the dark web. This, this is the darkest part of the dark web. It's uh, Peter Von Panda and his YouTube channel. The, the terror, the horrors. You see these crazy reviews. You see this amazing amount of of comedy. It's 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 really not fit for 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 man nor beast to to accept that kind of thing. So uh, check it out. Uh, YouTube.com slash Peter Von Panda, and uh, as you'll see, every every single review for that site or or his his channel, you'll see they'll say don't go there because it's terrible and it'll. It'll ruin your life. I've I've lost hours in Peter's world. Actually, the reality he's a funny dude. I I need to yeah. capture Peter in a bottle, and then and then rub the bottle and let the genie emerge when I need a couple wishes. Uh, okay, well that was it. I need one right now. I need a joke wish. <laughs> Peter von Panda, check him out. All right, uh, let's talk about it. We're gonna take your calls, and uh, when we do that, we're gonna have you call us. You can call us on Skype. It's all one word: Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, or on the Lions line. Uh, well, actually, it's a different one, but it's two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four. Uh, two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four, and uh, get in there, and uh, we'll get you on. We got actually got a call right now. Let's take that up. Hey, caller, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Chris? How are you? Good, good. What's your name? How much have you had to drink so far? Uh, well, a couple of ultras in, a couple uh, IPAs, but not pretty light. You know, pretty light for a normal Lions game. Okay, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, we have we... Kevin, by the way. Oh, okay. How you doing, man? Not too bad, not too bad. I mean, undefeated season, watch out, Dolphins and Patriots, here we come. That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> what, what would we do for, with, for like, winning. all wins and um and ties? What kind of season could that be? That would be undefeated, right? 
Would would well, would the Dolphins would the Dolphins old players still toast? Uh, you know, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, that's an NFC North <laughs> title, so I'll take it. Okay, okay, I can go with that. So what's up, man? What do you got? Anyway, what's on your mind? Yeah. yeah, well, three things. One, well, first, just happy about the win. But uh, what's going on with the run defense? Can't stop anybody. Put millions of dollars on that line, and and just people are dicing us. I don't get it. Go ahead, Ash. Uh, I think it's. The thing yeah, where every single offseason a team wins in free agency and then goes five and ten or five and eleven, I guess. Uh, you know, like it bringing in a bunch of new guys doesn't necessarily always mean immediate success, particularly if they're doing different things than they're used to doing. Right. Uh, for example, uh, Daniels, he's not really playing the exact same role he was playing in Green Bay. Like he was an every down guy there. They're kind of substituting him in and out. Uh, situationally right now and it, it could just be that he's a guy who needs to get a higher number of snaps to be successful I'll be honest with you I didn't rapidly pay attention to snap counts for Green Bay last year so I don't really know 100% but just things like that like it the way that Patricia's defense works it's a very symbiotic relationship with the players that are out there so some guys doing well and other guys not doing well sometimes isn't even actually what's like the way it looks isn't always reflecting it. Like there was a play, the second play of the game, if you want to go back and watch it, where Trey Flowers does exactly what he's supposed to do, but it looks like he gets frozen by the running back. But he has outside contain on the play, so he has to wait for the running back to commit inside before he can go after him. Then he jumps over another Lions defender and a blocker to make a tackle for a three-yard gain. But on the surface, it looks like he, it looks like the running back was Barry Sanders and broke his ankles. But he actually made a spectacular play. So I think there's a certain amount of that. But yeah, you can't ignore like continuously when you know the ball is going to get run and they get six yards. Like it, it just at some point that has to change. This team's not going to win a lot of games this year. Did you see the play where Snacks got he he got more penetration I think than he expe- he expected. It was like the middle of the first quarter. He came flying in like Superman and landed on that belly. <laughs> I swear I don't know why I, I mean but my brain like my my painted the picture of a bunch of Twinkies and King Dongs flying out of his pockets when he hit the ground because he just hit so damn hard. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So yeah, the run game is is been has been difficult. Snacks has not been the snacks. This is what worries me when I see a guy come in like Snacks did with a contract and say, hey, I want it because it it all goes back to Hedebo. Way back, I, I, I what we saw with yep. him, he came back. He demanded more money early before his contract's over. They said, "Nope, he ain't going to get it." And he came back, and it was obvious that he didn't have what he used to have. And I and I'm almost certain that he knew he didn't have what he had. So the second they start asking for that early money, I worry about it. I would have been talking about Slay the same way today if it wasn't for that last play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and that's the thing. Two marquee players on the defense that did not have a great day today. Yeah, uh, I mean, Slay was much better last week, but Harrison, it's been the entire season so far that he has just not been the guy who should have been holding out for money in the offseason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that has to change. But there's something to be said for the fact that there is no workout you can do that prepares you to go up against other men in a football game. Like there, There's nothing where there is a 300-pound weight resisting everything that you do continuously. There's no substitute for those reps. So for Harrison, I, I suspect that's what we're looking at. At least I hope that's what we're looking at as opposed to in a head of both situation. Yep. Yeah, same. I, I I don't think Snacks is lost like that. I want to be clear about that, right? But, uh, boy. <laughs> Let's hope it's not. looking great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else we got? Um, I'm going to go here. Hey, Kev, thanks a lot for the call, man. 
We'll uh, we'll catch you yeah, again care, soon. All right. Good one, Kev. All right, man. Wow, calls are flying in. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Okay, we got another one here. We're gonna go ahead and just pick it up. We'll take a call. How you doing, caller? What's your name? How much you had to drink? Hey, what's up, Chris? This is uh Dustin. Uh, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Hey, Dustin, and how you doing? Boy, I'm doing freaking fantastic, man. And I'll <laughs> tell you what, I'm not gonna even stop drinking because that was that was a way to finish up a football game, man. You know, yeah. since last week was just an absolute bogus, bogus ending to that game. And uh, obviously, we touched on it a lot that it was, um, you know, it felt like a loss. And I, I'll put that down as a big L unless it somehow uh, helps us out later on in uh, playoff contention. But, um, you know, this was a really good game. They, they had a lot of uh, issues uh, in the beginning, getting the offense firing off. And uh, I was very shocked that we were not uh, behind more than, than what we were at, at the time. So... Yeah, it was just it was just a beautiful win, great way to you know end end this game and freaking come out with that one. Yeah. Oh my God. I and and yeah. you know it's it's funny. It's like the opposite of the Arizona game. We played for ass for so long, and then suddenly we turned it on at the end and got what we needed out of the end, right? And it's I thought that exact same thing. Yeah. And 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 last week everyone's all angry. This week they're still angry, but we got to win. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. We were pissed off, like. They, they put a, they put us on that roller coaster for the whole time. I mean, obviously, we should be kind of numb to this at, at this point, but it's just uh, you know there was a lot of highlights uh, and then a lot, a lot of lowlights too, man. And uh, you know, just to be able to to complete that crazy like threading the needle past the Galladay at the end to get that touchdown was was exactly what we like. We want Stafford to to take the reins off him, let him run wild, let him throw those crazy passes because we all know that he can do that better than you know, most quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that play specifically is a huge example of the difference between having Daryl Bevel and having uh, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger as our offensive coordinator. Uh, <laughs> on that play, the, the double posts, it's a simple concept. Uh, it's, it's not difficult at all, but it's great when you have single high safety because if you can't not complete that pass to somebody, and it's the kind of thing that Jim Bob Cooter never did. He always had one guy going deep, one guy threatening an area. Whereas with Bevel, it's continuously two, sometimes three receivers going into an area. Like, I didn't love that four reverts called just because of the down and distance last week. But he's doing things to get multiple people in an area where somebody is going to have to make a choice. And as long as Stafford is upright, he gets to see who, where that choice went and complete the pass. Definitely. <laughs> he just think, threw that. I think the, the off- yeah, and I think the offensive line played a lot better than they did last week. Um, when, you know, it's. I'm minus the first three quarters, like when they broke down, but uh, just a full, you know, a full, you know, four quarters of, of good offensive line play. And, uh, you know, what I like really a lot, and I'm going to end on this for you guys, um, the Daryl Bevel offense, I'm loving it because they are coming out with a lot of different looks. This did not look like the same type of a game plan as, um, as it did last week. Very unpredictable. And I think that it's got a very high ceiling, boys. And uh, I thank you for taking my call. And like I said, I love the show. Long time, one Have a wonderful rest of you guys. Hey, and victory Mendel. All right, brother. Thank you so much, man. That was 
That's a nice call. I, you know, it's, yeah. it, I, it's, it's incredible. I, I can't believe people. Thanks for calling in. Sorry. I'm not case Kev. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot to be said for not being case. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, junior bacon cheeser. I love it. Cheeseburger. God, I can't. All right. We got another caller. How are you doing caller? Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's your name? And, uh, how much you had to drink so far? Hey, how's it going? All the way from Dubai. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. Chris, I just wanted to wish, uh, hope that your uh, trip to India went well because uh, I was the one who was telling you all the tips and tricks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I appreciate it, man. I uh, I had a great time. I had a, I had an absolute blast. I'm thinking about it as a uh, as like a, a vacation trip rather than just a work trip where I can go and, uh, and spend some time. The only thing I found negative about it was... I'll tell you guys just a quick story aside, you know, whatever. Um, I was out at the, a bar overlooking the Arabian Sea, and it was cool because it was elevated and the water was crashing down on the rocks below and all that. And had a great time. Went to bed that night, woke up the next day, did my thing. Uh, about a day and a half later, the, they, the, these mosquito bites started showing up. I went up with like 150 mosquito bites between my knees and ankles, and they were like blistering and stuff. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. I, they must have been swallow sized. But other than that, it was a perfect trip. <laughs> We talked a little bit about that with the the last caller. It was just, it's not the run defense we want. And I can tell you that 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 line has not looked like we've expected it to. Uh, Daniels is like, is is he on the team? Um, I think they underperformed today from from expectations. Ash, you got any uh, thoughts there? Sorry, there's a lot of static. I couldn't hear you there. Sorry, I was wondering if you had any thoughts uh, to add to that. Oh, uh, yeah. They have to be better than this. It's not up. You can't win this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, well guys, I got to go. Uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, listening all the time and, uh, you know, looking forward to a few more wins as the season goes on. So, uh, it's, like I said, it's 1230 and I work tomorrow. So I'll, I'll talk to you guys later and uh, thanks for having me guys too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for calling in from Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Dubai, man. It, it, everywhere. It's crazy. Worldwide, baby. Worldwide, okay. Well, yeah, to his point, uh, like they're just not getting it done. Bottom line, there's there's no defensible reason that this should be happening. The Chargers don't have a good offensive line. Yeah, yeah, like, it wasn't a strength of that team. It shouldn't be an issue, and it was. It's just weird. Even in the passing game, it seems like they're only getting pressure when they rush three guys. Yep. Yeah. Which makes no sense, but you, you know, it, it's that was definitely the case today. Like most of the time when Rivers was getting hit, it was just a three man rush. Yeah. And and we were not getting enough pressure to keep him. The no. whole thing about Rivers and and the and the Chargers is 
you have to get pressure on Rivers. You got to get him moving. Once you do that, you can win the game, and and, and winning the game becomes a lot easier. And uh, we didn't do that, and that was that was unexpected. So we can talk about the D line with you. Uh, we can talk about what position should replace Agnew. That one came up in the in the chat. What do we want to do? I mean, I that kind of leads me to do we want to get Zenner back? Of course, because you know I love Zach Zenner. But but the reality is, um, we don't need it. The four running backs today look. Yep, stellar out there. I mean, we've yeah, that's amazing. There were four guys that were functional running backs, and then like last year, did we have one? Like uh, there was carrying when he was in, and after that, like nothing. No. Like that that position group has been completely turned over in the last two years, and it is miles better than it was. Yep, yep. See it in the chat right now. Kyler Murray put up like 350 yards in the Ravens, so there may be something to that Arizona offense. I I, I don't know. That's uh... don't go number one overall if you're a bad player. That that just straight <laughs> up. And and he was missing throws in the first half of that game that he does not miss. Yep, like yep. wide open guys, and he's just tossing it at their ankles. That that whole first half, like it, we it, the Lions did dominate them. Yep. But there were things that were not quite right with the Cardinals in the first half of that game either. That they, I think they figured out their own issues as much as they figured out the Detroit Lions team. Yep. In that. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. How much have you had to drink so far? What's up, fellas? I I didn't have to drink too much of that game. It was uh, <laughs> it was it was okay. <laughs> so just like ten beers. Okay. Just okay. An average. You're, you're 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 a better man. Than, well, actually, I haven't had anything to drink yet either. But I'm on I'm on super dad duty right now, so I'm not allowed to drink in, in during the day. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. I'm watching like four kids and my wife's taking a nap, and I'm still like getting hammered. Yeah, no. You need to re- renegotiate your contract. I, I think you're right. I think maybe it's a holdout next off season. I, I got a couple years left. I can. Yeah, I'm never gonna be the holdout. <laughs> that just doesn't work. <laughs> I missed the start of the show, so I don't know what you guys covered so far. Go ahead. But uh, I think. The thing I want to talk about, because the difference between this game and last game was special teams still sucked, but this time we made an adjustment. What did we do? We we pulled Agnew, we put in Amendola, and he looked good. Yeah, yeah, he did. So is the difference this game the coaching? I think it's the coaching. Hmm. Now I, you know what this. So let's 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 take this because I don't think this is a bad. Uh, in the Slack chat, we were talking about when things weren't going so well for this team, particularly during the third quarter. We were we were all over coaching, right? We up and down in the Slack. It was this is Amazing all coaching. This is uncoaching, and now we're adjust fast enough, right? Right, right. Why does every other team adjust and we don't? I saw that go by, right? Uh, and I and, and I see that a lot, right? I see because because it's this common thread with this team. But here it is. Now we turned it around and won. I mean, is that uncoaching too? Ash, would you would you blame our coaches for this win? I would say that they should get an appropriate level of blame for this win. Just as last week, an appropriate level of, of blame for the tie. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, like There was no bad decision this week. Which, when a game is this tight, which 9 or 10 of the games this year are going to be this tight, you know, blowouts don't happen a lot in the NFL. Uh, that one bad decision can be the thing that turns the game. And last week, that's frankly kind of what happened is is yes it was only one error in just a litany of errors that the entire team made but it's a glaring one and you can't the head coach can't make that error right like the thing the farther up the chain you go the smaller the margin for error is the expected level of ability and behavior get just grows as you move up 
And this week there was nothing. There was nothing I would say where Patricia didn't make a mistake. Uh, there were people all over various social medias and whatnot complaining that the Lions weren't calling timeouts right before the first half ended. And that turned out to be a spectacular decision because three completed passes later, <laughs> if the Chargers had one more play, they probably score some points there. You know, like that's they they ran out of. They could have scored a touchdown if they'd have had enough time to take shots. Yep. Yeah, the defense just was not having it at that point. Like it just there, there was nothing there. There's a question. There's a question coming through on the the Twitter right now. Do we have a left tackle controversy? I think that's a. Uh, a, a, a I don't know about a controversy, but it's a, it's a, it's a valid yeah. question at this point, right? Yeah, I, I think we have a enviable situation where if Taylor Decker is not healthy, you don't have to rush him back. I would say that's as far as that goes at this point. And to make it a controversy, Crosby has to pick up his game a bit from there because there were periods where, like on the play where uh, Stafford had to roll out to the right and ended up getting caught from behind by Bosa. Right. Uh, Crosby had him engaged, and then Bosa just went through his arms. But but it is but, Bosa, remember? I mean, yeah, this, I know, I know. this isn't like uh, like that's that's that, that's why so many people missed on the draft evaluation of Bosa is because he will not expend effort on a play that he isn't going to be able to make. You know what I mean? He'll just stand there and just fist you and hold on. And that was a terrible phrasing on my part. <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the whole game one holding penalty, which is way less than I expected him to get. And I think we should give him some credit because he looked bad in the preseason, but he looked bad when he had to play with the rest of the second stringers. And I mentioned this in the Twitch uh, or in the uh, Slack chat, you know, last year when he had to fill in with the rest of the first stringers, he played adequately. So um, I do think he gets some props for, you know, coming in and playing well, all things yeah, it's good enough. a good pass rush. And let's also just, we talked about this in the Slack, John, too. Um, we have to give credit to the coaches on that fourth down play, the fourth down pass play that yep. kept that drive alive for the Galladay touchdown. They trusted Stafford, right? They talked last week, trust me, right? And it's like, oh, there's going to be trust controversy, right? And, and it's like, okay, I, I probably not, but we'll see if it, how the, the story goes. There will be if the media gets a chance to sink their teeth into it, right? And and they absolutely yeah. trusted him there, and he delivered. And I think that if there was anything to the whole trust controversy thing, that solved it right there because everybody – they weren't conservative. They were aggressive. They, yeah. you know, yeah. passed for the third down to seal the game. They, you know – Went for it on yep. fourth down, and that was again. What did we complain about last week? They went conservative way too early, and that's yep. part of why I think the coaches deserve a lot of credit because they definitely made some adjustments, um, and it allowed them to beat a good Chargers team. And right now, Kansas City's losing to the Raiders, so you know we got we we could be fine these next uh, couple games, guys. I don't know. Yep. I am super pumped. I will uh, head on out. Uh, great job! What a game! Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, John. Really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Oh, all right. So here's something to think about. Not only was the the coaching good, but as John was saying, how last week the things we complained about were the things they, they brought around this week, right? The armchair coaching was top tier. I mean, the, the armchair coaches put this team above and over the top. Hey, caller, what's your name? How much have you had to drink so far, brother? Or sister? What's going on, man? Thank uh, you for taking my call. I'm yeah. Brad. Hey, what's up, Brad? California, man. California, I miss it. I miss it. Oh yeah, I've only been friends, but I miss it too. 
I was, uh, well, you know, first of all, thank you for taking the call. I, I appreciate all that you guys do, uh, you. you know, you, Case, and even Riz, but especially Ash. Well, not especially, but thank you, Ash. You were the first person once I joined the Slack. You were the one that, you know, welcomed me to the Slack. I appreciate that. It's yeah. when Happy to have you. you guys get, well, when these guys say that this is the most intelligent, uh, you know, forum, for the Detroit Lions, they really mean it. So I wanted to just, you know, promote that. But Thanks, man. first and foremost, uh, you know, I wanted to do that and give you guys, you know, you know, some props. But I wanted to focus on the two INTs from Matthew Stafford today in the game. Yeah. Is it is it more or less, you know, a miscue, you know, or is it like a, you know, a forcefulness, you know, from the sidelines? Yeah. Well, I guess. Maybe that's not a good way of putting it. Is it, you know, the team, you know, trying to figure out, you know, is, is, is it frustration or is it a miscue between the, the field and the sideline? I, I wanted to get your, uh, your, you know, your point of view on that. Sure. So is this something that stems from the sideline? Is, is this Pebble or is it Stafford's frustration or is it wide receiver to Stafford? You know, I, I I figured maybe Stafford's heaving it, but he's not. You know, he's giving them the chance, and they're getting their opportunities, but they're not actually like, you know, fulfilling. You know that. Sure. So I'll, yeah. I'll, leave, I'll leave it to you guys. All right. That's no. My point of view. No, no. I I have some thoughts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ash go first because I'm uh I'm, I'm I don't know. Mine mine is probably gonna cause other calls. <laughs> I was out of the room for the first one, so I can't speak to that, but I can talk about the deep ball to Jones. Uh, that looked to me like vintage 2012, 2013 Stafford. Uh, it was, that was just a bad decision. Uh, there's, there's trusting your guys to be able to make a play. And then there is putting your guys in a bad position where they can't make a play. And that was, it was not a good throw first off. Like he just put it too far out there so that the safety could get there and, and, and Jones really never had a chance to do anything on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, it was just a bad choice. I'd say the first throw was the same way. And, yeah. and um, there's something about, and, and I'm going to start this out with, I absolutely love Matthew Stafford. I'm a massive yeah. fan of Matthew Stafford. I think he has all the traits and qualities that can take a, a, a team to the Super Bowl. He needs some good people around him, but no, every, every quarterback does. Aaron Rodgers has been to one Super Bowl, right? Yeah. And right. he, he, everyone talks about how great he is. It's because he's surrounded by, by, by great people. That's what he needs. And that's what Matthew Stafford needs too. Now, there's a couple of things that I found a little odd today, and it was, it was a today thing with Matthew. There was a couple passes that he tried to seem to put, like he seems to do more touch passes these days. And there's a couple passes he threw that seemed like he was trying to throw a little bit of a touch pass where uh, he, he needed to do the Matthew Stafford kind of power bullet thing. Uh, there's a couple where he bulleted guys. I mean, I thought Marvin Jones was going to have a hole in his chest on one play coming across that. It looked like a cartoon where a guy gets hit in the chest and then gets blown back 10 feet. <laughs> exactly. It was like, you either catch it or you don't. Right. You know, it, you're forced to catch it or not. And it was know? like, you probably could just, just touch on that. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and then his accuracy was a little bit, I mean, it wasn't as good as we've seen him today. It wasn't crazy off, but I think it's a combination of a couple things. Matthew Stafford is is really got to find that consistency uh, in his game, and that's the one thing I think that if I were to put a, a knock on him, that's where it's at. His consistency, uh, it's it, you know, 
quarterbacks across the league. Tom Brady makes bad decisions sometimes, right? That's that 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 happens. It's it's part of the game, and and sometimes you make a good decision in the in the moment, but a split second split second later, it becomes a bad decision. And um, those those things happen. So I, 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 there's enough of a pass there. But uh, with Matthew, I'd love to see him tie that, you know, that a, a little bit tighter on the consistency piece. And and I think he's the the All American, you know, the the best could be. He could be the best quarterback in the league. I think he could if he if he could tie that consistency piece up. I, I really believe that. So there you go. All right. Um, how's that feel? Does that feel like we answered your question? Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, no problem, brother. Thanks a lot for calling, man. All right, there we are. A lot of calls today. It's good. It's, it's always good on a win, right? Everybody wants yeah, to exactly. wants to talk in. <laughs> All right, so again, we'll um, uh, we'll we'll take your calls. It's two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four two four eight seven eight two eight three eight four, and uh, let's see what we got going on in the chat here. Trey Flowers was he even there? It looks like he got a single tackle, but otherwise, um, really wasn't even in the game. So far, I don't know that we're getting our money's worth out of this guy, or at least our, he isn't meeting expectations. No, and I think the, the the expectations we have and the expectations the coaching staff have are probably completely different. Yeah, uh, that I was alluding to earlier when I said he was he was doing his job on a lot of plays, and that is, of course, the mantra that's you know three seasons of television in at this point in a certain northeastern based. Not gonna, I'm not going to say it, <laughs> but uh, in that place where, you know, that guy does his thing that he does, um, basically like you, you do your job yep. and, and in a lot of cases that isn't going to be hell bent for leather around the edge, the way that the defenses we've seen previously have been, you know what I mean? Like this isn't going to be a Ziggy sub bending like a human being shouldn't be able to bend at that height and weight to get around the corner. That's, that's literally never going to be flowers job because that's not who he is. That's not what they brought him in to do. And frankly, if teams run to the other side of the field, flowers is never going to make a tackle. That's just the way this defense works. He's going to be standing there with his guy taking care of both of his gaps if it's a pass, he takes care of his gaps and then makes a move to get in there. And like he did cause, uh, I, I suspect when you see the PFF advanced stats, there'll be some pressures this week, but yeah. he never actually got there to finish anything off. But Rivers had to move a few times because of things that Flowers did. Yep. Yep. Okay. We can, we can, we can live with that. Um, let's see. A couple ones. John Watson is a good one in the, in the chat here. No negativity for me. Or ill will. I was dancing around the living room like an octopus in a phone box in that final touchdown. <laughs> I can go with that. Um, let's see. Oh, good one. Stafford versus playoff teams narrative. Um, let's let's see someone pull that one out today. That would be would be nice to see. Um, let's see what else. Lions win. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let that one in. It will. There you go. <laughs> they didn't lose. The Lions have to win 69 and 0 for the fan base to have. Um, I think it would be nice to get a 69 to 0 win once. <laughs> we talked be, about that, right? I'd love to see that one time. Yeah, just a just a crusher. <laughs> yeah. You build a lot of confidence, and and that's the thing. I think that's part of the thing with the Lions and the fans and this. You know, we talk about We're the team. So we talk about the team, right? With the wheels yeah. falling off, and it's like, oh, I knew this team was going to crumble. I knew this team was going to crumble. If I'm a if I'm sitting there on the team side, I'm gonna say I knew the fans would crumble. I knew they'd give up. I knew they were weak, right? And uh, I don't know. It just kind of goes that way a little bit. So uh, 
We'll see how it goes. Yep. We'll get another call. How you doing, Carl? What's your name and uh, how much you had to drink so far? Uh, my name's Alex, and I'm a to the win. We're leaving Force Field right now, my good man. <laughs> All right, good times. It's good. Excellent. It's okay. We won. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, so I've actually called in before. I don't know if you remember. We did a story about how uh, my brother made me wear a Lions jersey my first game at the Metrodome. Yeah. On, and we ended up getting a football. So that's the same. My name's Alex, same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was last year, right, Alex? Yes, it was. Yeah. Wow, you remember. Yeah, so yeah. we... Um, this we've now hit our seven year tradition. I'm now flying out from LA. He's flying from Minnesota. Um, of seeing the home opener every year. Oh. So yes, we were there with the Jets last year. It was very, very well. <laughs> were you cheering J E T S? Yeah, oh my god. At some point, right? <laughs> but man, every time, no matter how good the Lions are, you just gotta give them a heart attack, I swear. <laughs> So I've got my, my older brother, my elder here. He'd like, he'd like to make an announcement. You guys called this out last week about the audience. And I'd like to give my, let my brother Lance rant for a minute, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I love a good rant. All right. Yeah, one more second. Yeah, I'm going to put him on speaker. You ready? Fucking senior citizens. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Hey, I thought you guys turned the volume up here. Hold on a second. We had a lot of fans on their asses today. They should have been on their feet. Yep. And that's a big thing with home field advantage, and they weren't giving us the advantage they should have gave, you know? Yep, yeah, 100%. So that's all I wanted to say. No, no, that's... You guys were making a point about it last week, and they should have done something. They should have been more into the game. We won. That's great, but be fans, fans. That's all I got to say. That's it, man. That's so, so dead on. This is the game. I mean, and and when I was seeing the fans so silent in the third quarter and people giving up, and I get, I get. Look, it's it's hard to keep hype when things like the third yeah. quarter are happening, but it's so early in the season. You can't waste those home games. You got yeah. to use those. Right. You got to get the advantage out of those because it's you shit those away. I mean, that's your part, right? That's the idea. If if it, if the fans didn't matter, besides the fact they make a lot of money off them, they wouldn't have them in. They wouldn't have them at the stadium, right? There'd be no need for for fans and and you know bringing the fans along for the ride here. You guys have an effect in that game. You hear the players talk about how they feed off of that. Uh, I, and again, saw it firsthand in Tampa. Was it two years ago? I think when when they played there. Um, we were on the sidelines. I mean, we were, I was sitting right behind the bench, and we were doing the "Let's Go Lions" chant. We had a good group of people. I mean, we could you could hear it on the TV, almost not as loud as the Jets one that they did last year's opener. Yeah. But I mean, we were there, and the, the players are turning around and getting amped up and and feeding off it. You got to, you got to get take take advantage of that at home. We have to. You know, I come out. This is my seventh year coming from Minnesota in a row, and I do more than people that live here. They take it for granted being here. I think we need more people from out of town, I guess. I don't know, but everyone needs to, you know, really take advantage of having a home field advantage because right now, today, it seems like a home field disadvantage because our fans were not on their feet. They were on their ass. I know what would do it. I think everybody needs to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store and check out the Hockamania shirt that came out today. Yeah. Hockamania! 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 So, Chris, before I hang off the phone and stop uh, hijacking the show, you're currently living in the Los Angeles area, or California, correct? Uh, no, I moved. I, I moved to, to down in Florida. I, he is a I, I have to say, you've got a free road trip ride to Oakland, because I'm going to go to the Black Sea before it moves over to Vegas, get my ass kicked in Honolulu. I'm going to be like, you're welcome to join me. Right now. I, well, here's, here's I guess, the story. I, I'm, I've got a possibility of being there. I've got a thing they want me to do, and I'm going out to Oakland, or actually to um, Foster City, which is right by Oakland. Um, 
that okay. week, the week after the game, and I was like, I could fly out early. Now they threw in this, you got to stop off in Phoenix on Monday thing, which would screw it all up. So I'm trying to weasel around all that and make it work. If I go, I will put a scream out on the uh, on the podcast so we can get a group of people to watch each other's backs on the way in and out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> put it out We'll all be there together. We'll get yeah. We'll, we'll hold each other's hand. We got yeah. <laughs> we'll let you guys do. Thank you so much. Good line. So good to get a first win. We're still under pressure for time. Guys have a good one. We'll, we'll hang up and meet now. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it, man. That's great. Love that kind of stuff. Yep. So, yeah, I, I do I do want to uh, mention that, yeah, we did launch a Hakamania shirt today. Um, so you, The greatest thing that's ever come out of the Slack chat. It, it, it really is. It's straight out of the Slack. And uh, you guys got to check it out. It's awesome. So I think it's DetroitLionsPodcast.com slash store. And uh, you can see it. in the It's in the men's T-shirts. We'll get a women's version available for you ladies as well shortly. Um, it's pretty cool though. And, and it is, we didn't get the hawk hype this week, but that's okay. It's cause the shirts weren't out now. Now they're out. People get the shirts on and, uh, we will see the crowd and the Hawkamania taken, taken, taken hold. All right. We got a call here. Caller, what's your name and how much have you had to drink so far? Uh, this is Nate. Just coming back from Ohio. Picked up a couple, uh, 12 packs of Yingling on my way oh, back. Good choice. Um, I love Yingling. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Unsung hero of the day, Jelani Tavai. Yes, sir. Getting that stop, that punch on the goal line. Yeah. Once we get, uh, once we get Jared Davis back, him and uh, Jared are going to be a one-two punch combo that is going to scare the league. Thanks for the call. Listen offline. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to have to start choking on that Hawaiian punch. Those, yep. uh, those Tavai haters. First the among them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're going to be drinking high C. <laughs> Great. Like, I got nothing bad to say about the guy. I mean, it hasn't been perfect. You know, there are plays where he's a little out of position or something, but I mean, like, literally every player in the NFL is going to have plays where he's not doing the exact right thing every single time. Sure. Overall, you, you could not expect more than this from a rookie. No. You know, it's really just that way. I mean, so I, this, I, I may put in a little stretch here. So you can, you can, you know, you can buckle me back down in, this, in, my, in my seat. That's fine. But um, I the play we've gotten, okay, I'm not saying the player and everything else, right? but the play we've gotten out of him so far, he's mm-hmm. playing like he could have been a first-round pick at linebacker. Yep. Late first round. I mean, I wouldn't say number one overall, but no. the, the production that he's put on the field is above where he was drafted, and I'm, and I'm absolutely happy with that. So uh, yeah. we'll go with that. Um, all right, so we've got a lot of stuff going on. Jared Davis, yeah, having a um, – it's a bad rap for having to learn a new defense every year. I, I just can't wait to see him get in. He's gonna be he's gonna be awesome. He is going to be awesome to have uh, on the field out there. And, and Deshaun Deshaun Hand having him there as well. I think that's yep. gonna help out that D line a little bit and then maybe help us. The path rush point. Yeah. Like that's that's one of his main roles is to be the guy who can bounce inside and out and get rushed from all five different spots on the field and yep. That kind of thing. They just don't have anyone right now who can do that. Like they've been lining Romeo Oguara up as a defensive tackle quite a bit, and that is just not his game. Right? Like they're, they're not really. That shouldn't happen. He's he's had some flash. He's had some flash, but you're right. It's 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 asking a lot from him. Um, Kennard looked good out there today. He had some some flash as well. He's he's doing well. Um, but you you know that's that's the point with this line. I've I was hoping to see. We have a lot of guys that do their job really well, but haven't been big pass guy or pass rush guys in the historically. Yep. Get them all together. I figured someone was going to get loose, right? And maybe it is a, the yep. case where you need that guy who who knows how to get loose with regularity and the, uh, the drink. <laughs> we'll see with Deshaun. We'll see what he does. I think that's only going to help. So. 
right, uh, let's keep looking here. We'll uh, take your calls, 248-782-8384, 248-782-8384, or you can get us just on Skype with Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word. Uh, how many times did Stafford get taken down today from Quentin Quinney in the in the chat? It, what, he, he was zero, one, or two? Um, I think it was two, but I don't have a count on yeah. that. I can't, I can't say. I, no sacks, no sacks. Don't have him pulled up, but yeah, that's not not much. Like that was, and weirdly, he didn't have as good of a day passing, despite the fact that he wasn't getting shelled constantly. Like it's yeah. just one of those things where like it doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's just how it worked out. Like last week, he was under fire continuously, but had one of the best games I think I've ever seen him play. Actually, throwing the ball, uh, and then this week he just kind of came out and he was he was mostly good with two really bad choices yeah. despite the fact that he wasn't getting hammered all the time. Right. So it's, it's one of the things we've always known. Like he's, he's the cardiac kid. You know what I mean? If there's no pressure, he doesn't do as well. Uh, whereas the, the, the more pressure you throw on there, it just seems like he just rises to the occasion when the occasion is available. Yeah. Um, Wings fan one. Yeah. We went to the Tampa game together, had a lot of fun. Um, it's always cool to meet Redditors because you, you never know what you're going to get, right? It's like a box of chocolates, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but no, it was great. We had a blast out there. Had a really good time. Um, ooh, Drew Brees. Drew, Drew Brees just heard his throwing hand out of the game. Um, oh. That's a good one. I'm sure it is sweet. What else? I'm just going right through. Uh, Ty Johnson looked good. Yes, he did. Um, good stuff. All right. Isaac also looked good. Like that. That's again, uh, all four running backs had moments. I mean, like CJ Anderson probably had the worst day out of our four running backs, and he wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't have the stats up for per yardage average, but he had a couple pretty good plays and yep. a couple not so great plays. But if that's your lowest point in your top four running backs as a guy who just did okay, that's a pretty good day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, hey, really quick, uh, I'm going to go into something here and, until a caller interrupts me. Um, going to talk about uh, fanatics, Seat Geek, Amazon. We made all these easy, and it's a great way to support the show. We've we've talked about this a little bit. Um, you know, we we want to support the show so you guys can do stuff to you know you get a benefit out of it, not just straight throw money at us kind of thing, right? And and, and if you want to throw money, it's Patreon's way to do it. We appreciate. it. Don't get me wrong, but we try to give you back the slack and some other stuff along the way with that as well. But um, you know, Amazon com, fanatics.detroitlionspodcast.com and ticks, tix.detroitlionspodcast.com. You can get anything from uh, fanatics is obviously all your sports gear, memorabilia, the whole thing, any team pro uh, college, you name it, any sport, it's all there. Uh, Amazon, of course, everything else that isn't sports related, it's all there. And then uh, ticks, we don't, we haven't talked as much about them over the years, but it's, it takes you to seat geek. And uh, he lets you pick your seat. You can go anything. It's not just sports. It's it's concerts. It's you know ballet. The whole thing. Anywhere you might want to go, where you got to buy a ticket, head to ticks.detroitlionspodcast.com. Any of those things.detroitlionspodcast.com, and it'll uh, it'll get you there. It throws a little cookie. We get a kickback, and uh, you get the stuff you're going to get at the same price you're going to get it anyway, right? So I mean, you guys get you're going to do it, right? You're going to do it anyway, and you can do it and, and help us out along the way. And we appreciate all you folks that are doing that using those links. So thank you very much. No one called and interrupted me. They they love the commercial. They love the commercial. Apparently, yeah, that's everybody's favorite part. <laughs> you're gonna do it that's anyway. Right? Game sucks. They don't want to hear us talk. <laughs> I'm not calling because you're gonna do the commercial. Doing those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. I got a couple other things. Again, that fourth and one on uh, on the coaches. That was absolute absolute magic. Love that. Yeah. Let's talk about what position. Okay, so you're talking about a roster, 53 people. Um, you got. 
uh, Jamal Agnew, who yeah. I don't think is going to make it to next week. I would be shocked right. at this point. He just hasn't done anything good. He got he was burned repeatedly in coverage last week. Has been bad on more than half of his returns. Like whether it's deciding to take a ball out of the end zone and only getting to the nineteen, or actually physically dropping the ball that hit him in the chest indoors. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there just has been there's been no positive, and there has to be some positive, or or they can't keep the guy. And like he is literally roster spot number 53 right now as, as he has one job he's the return guy he can't do anything else right. so at a certain point if he's not returning there's no reason to have him there because he's not a good defensive back uh yeah he's just bringing nothing to the table at that point and that that is how you lose your very high paying nfl job so let's talk about it then let's look at this team we yeah. now have a only 52 men on the roster because agnew is mm-hmm. gone what do we look for? Where do we fill in 53 from? And what position do we, we bring someone in? Honestly, I think you don't want a long-term risk Amendola in that role. Right. Like if you get rid of Agnew and you don't think you have someone else who can do that other than Danny Amendola, you need to find somebody. Nice. My turn. <laughs> I get to start now. <laughs> Stuff I have to do after I can't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 you can't rely on Danny Amendola. It would be the same thing as if you were going to play him on every offensive snap. Like, right. how many games can you do that before he's gone? Like, how many hits can Danny Amendola take? The answer is about half a season's worth. <laughs> like, that's the that's the one thing that you noticed when he was out there is he is a much smaller man than Jamal Agnew. Like, and it's it's not even close as right. far as the physical size goes. Uh, so you got to find someone in free agency. I can't remember if Farrell Cooper signed anywhere off the top of my head that would be one i'd look at because i know he got cut earlier this year right and he was the guy who beat agnew out for the pro bowl and then couldn't go so agnew got to a couple of years ago uh so that's a potential spot to look at he's a wide receiver also so that gives you a little bit more depth on that end if you're looking for it uh but yeah you just have to find someone who could just catch the ball that's literally the only thing you need them to do a uh, great punt returner if you get a touchdown, it turns the game around. Other than that, most of them are kind of in a acceptable yeah. level of variation. There's not much there. Yeah, I, I just I don't think that we're we need to shoot for the swing for the fences with a punt returner at this point. Or no. we just need somebody like you said who's going to catch the ball and not screw things up. Hey, we got a yeah. caller. I believe his name is Kent. Kent, is this is that true? Is that really your name? And how much have you had to drink so far? Uh, I've had four beers and a spiked seltzer. Please don't tell me I'm basic. <laughs> well, okay, you went with the beers first. That's okay. We'll we'll we'll, okay. we'll credit to, <laughs> okay. we'll credit the caller. <laughs> We're hydrating at this point. It's fun. Uh, uh, my wife is also on the line too. Hi, Hi. How you doing? What's your name? How, what's your name? And how much have you had to drink? Um, I've had three margaritas, and that's it for now. <laughs> I, I love a good she's, margarita. She's a Ravens fan, but we don't hold that against her. No, not only like once every three years or four years, right? I'm in the AFC. <laughs> we we held it against her a lot two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so a couple things today. Um, first off, love the show. I listen every week. Thank you guys for putting it together. No, thank you. Um, anyway, um, as far as everything goes, are you guys more confident in this team, less confident in this team? How do you feel about things going forward? Um, and that's like my big sticking point because actually the Cardinals looked really good today, mm-hmm. um, having had to watch them against the Ravens. Sorry about uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but, honey. Like, the Chargers <laughs> did 
did their best to out lions the lions. And, and that's kind of where I am right now is I don't know how to feel going forward. And I wanted to know about your take. Go ahead, Ash. I'll let you, I'll let you start. Well, uh, where I'm at with this is, you know, when you're driving home from somewhere and it's about a 30 minute commute and you get about 10 minutes in and you're like, I kind of have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> this is starting out great. That's how comfortable I am with this Lions team right now. Like it, it just, I, I don't like either of these two weeks particularly. Like against that Cardinals team, they should have won that and they should have won it handily. But then the Chargers were a 12-win team last year, and they ended up pulling it out at the last minute and shut it down when they had to. Um, so I, I don't know is the answer, I guess, that I'm kind of getting to on that one in a semi-colorful way. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Thank I, you for the comment. I'm not going to be nearly as good as that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm going to go a little more football than P. But <laughs> the – um. I got to say, I feel pretty good about this team. Uh, I was I was a little nervous after the the Arizona game that if there's a the possible you know I'm, I think about it in like like almost betting lines or or, or percentages or possibilities right realms of possibility. And we thought the Cardinals were a really really bad team, and we choked out and tied them. They seem to be a lot better than we than we expected. Did we have problems? Absolutely. Did we shoot ourselves in the foot and should we have won? Absolutely. Right. So you still got that. Oh gosh, what's what's going on with this team? But by the same token, we were 100% supposed to lose to this team. I mean, I forget what the percentage was on the pick em. It was like an 80% or 90% the uh, the, the Chargers were going to win. And, and and we took it and we held it close, even though we played badly, even though they played badly. We, we, we didn't play great the whole game. We we played great when it mattered most, I guess. And and that's what put us over the top. We've got – we're undefeated. I mean, we are at we are second place in the NFC North. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I did not expect to be – to say we were undefeated after the first two games of the season, no, even no, though it's one on one, and so my as I kind of weigh my percentages and, and my hope factor, I don't know what else to call it. I'll, I'll come up. It'll be my my version of the RAS, right? It'll be the how much hope do you have thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it's higher after this week, and uh, you know, hearing about what the Raiders are doing to the uh, uh, the Chiefs right now makes me feel even better about. I mean, and again, we well, we talked about where would we be after the first five games of the season, right? After we, we we finish off the Green Bay run, none of the season kind of levels out a little bit. I'm looking at this and I'm like, wait a minute, this this seems a little. We may be in a better position than we were. So hope hope factor is high. Um, I well, don't think anyone had us at better than one and three going into week five. Mm-hmm. No and one right was now, on. First we can do is one, two, and one. Damn straight. Yep. I'll take it. Although I don't think I, I'm as I think about the schedule right now. I don't know that we do go one, two, and one. Again, I feel like the the Chiefs are beatable. The the Eagles, I've got to do some some more looking at. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to them yet this year. And they they're a team that while they're more consistent than the Lions, they also have those weird swings where they'll have a, se- a season where you think they're going to be good and they're not so great, and then you have a season where ah, they're mediocre and they do really well. So they they defy expectations. I want to see what their trend is is so far this year. I, again, haven't paid enough attention to really make a a call at that and I have to get ready for next week. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Well, thank you folks for giving, uh, let me uh, call in and yeah. I'll hang up and listen to the rest of the show. Sweet. Yeah. Have a good one, man. Thanks. Thanks to you and your wife both for calling. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. All mm-hmm. right. 
Yeah, and I don't want to sound like I'm not optimistic for how things are going. Like, this is better than I thought it was going to be. I was looking at the beginning of the season and going like, yeah, that's one in three. Depending on who shows up, you know, like, but yeah, I'm so, so we're already past what I projected. Right. And And it all depends on your bladder size, right? It's a 30 minute drive. You're only 10 minutes in. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Like, I'm okay. Right. I have a, like, I'm like, hmm, this isn't great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's okay. (laughs) I mean, you get the the truck driver bladder, right? Where you're like 10 minutes and you're like, "Ah, I think it might have to be, you know, you got another hour. Right, you're okay, right? 30-minute drive. About several hours. Right, right. <laughs> All right, we'll pull in another call. I do want to say, before we, we hit the caller here, I just want to say that the Chiefs being at home is, is I think, a key part of this, is, is in our potential success. I think that game now looks eminently winnable, so the Eagles are going to be the game that's that's really out there. Hey, caller, what's your name, and uh, how much you had to drink so far? Well, actually, I've not had anything to drink yet, Chris. But this, this is Brandon. Ozarks, how you doing? Good, how you doing, brother? Oh, man. I feel like I've been wrung out and hung out to dry and beat with a rust beater. But but you, but you think about how clean you are now. <laughs> I, I, I am a lot, a lot happier at the end than I was during the, during the middle. Let's put it that way. Ooh, yeah. Wow. That was a tough one. That was I, nail biter, huh? I, I tell you what. Uh, I tweeted out, and I don't know if you really catch much of any of my treat, tweets or not, but uh, this game was starting to remind me of what Schwartz's defense was like, undisciplined, and then all of a sudden would just make a big play like nobody expected, like when they caused a fumble at goal line. And and then I didn't know they'd be able to take advantage of it because a lot of times they couldn't. And I'll be doggone if they weren't able to hold it together and get the game won. Uh, it's funny. Uh, my wife and I was going back and forth about this, but she's nice and boy. The long shot is we're going to have to have interception or approval here because they're going to at least score a, a field goal, I'm sure, this close. And yeah. she said, oh, I bet they get a fumble. <laughs> <laughs> so let me she ask you this. It, let me ask you this, Brandon. Before the game, what do you think the Lions' chances were to win? Think, Put yourself back in time. Where where was your head at? Actually, I thought they had a pretty good chance because, man, the Chargers were beat up in a whole lot of key areas. Yep. But then when I heard Decker was going to be on, I thought this game's going to be very even. And yep. uh, and that's exactly what happened. I did not foresee a whole slew of flags, especially on special teams, because of the, just being undisciplined, man. Yeah. That, that's what caused Schwartz's downfall. And if you remember, uh, yep. how many games did we see him actually have a lead and then they just kind of fell apart and, and caused all kinds of problems, shooting themselves on the foot, no matter what the offense was doing or the defense, and at the end, wind up on the wrong end of a of a, of a uh, game uh, score. There. Think about this, know? though. And I thought, here we go again. <laughs> Think about this, Brandon. Um, the the Chargers' offense, and they were their own. They were better than our defense as far as stopping themselves. Those flags that they pulled all the way down. I mean, it was it was what was it a screenplay? And um, a handoff, I think they got him down to our thirty, right? In two plays, they went down to our thirty, yeah. and then they just kept getting punched with those flags. They could not execute for the life of them. That was that was fab. That was fab. I was I was all in. Hey, with that. It, it, How it, many times it the, the other side has also got a problem? You know, hey yep. Ash, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and now here's something that I brought up to another. Uh, another podcast or was it no it was a radio station I said the Lions always do this and this is upset month 
where teams you think are going to be really crappy all of a sudden rise up and beat a team that is not really prepared yet and maybe even looking past them or just simply are taking a little bit longer getting their team squared away as far as uh, uh, play and practice is concerned. The Raiders are just tearing up the Chiefs. Uh, well, I, I don't know if they're tearing them up right now. And the Broncos are playing the Bears even up. Uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals, as good as the Ravens were last week, almost pulled out a win in, in Baltimore. Uh, the, and the, the Seahawks actually did get a win. Uh, let me see. They played the uh, Steelers, mm-hmm. which I didn't think was going to happen. And uh, uh, just just other other games, you're looking around and you think, man, that's surprising. Well, it's this time of year. When we get into October, a lot of the, a lot of the experts say that teams settle down and start getting into their rhythm as to who they really are, and then you start seeing the separation. So right now, <laughs> it's the, the Lions are actually the upset team. <laughs> 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 but the fans are upset too. Philadelphia, the week after that is Kansas City, and you never know, man. I mean, I never expected this team to win. I told them, I said right in the middle of the game, I said, this is one of those kind of games where the Lions lose. Everything yep. about them, everything they were doing, they, was, they were shooting themselves on the foot and causing all kinds of problems, and it turned out that the Chargers also was doing the same thing. And before you know it, the one big play, play made, Got it done, man. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Ben, don't break, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he took that on a personal yeah. level. All right, man. Hey, Brandon, we're gonna we're gonna get going. Thanks a lot for the call, brother. Great to talk Thank to you, you again. All right, cheers, man. All right. Um Yeah, there's 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 something to be said for Bevel and in, in, in his offense. I mean the the idea, I mean, everyone said run first, run first, run first, run first. It doesn't feel like a run first offense. It does no. feel like we're we're way more balanced than we've we've been in years, though. And um, it's going to work offense. Yeah, yeah. Like if you watch that carry on Johnson touchdown, that was some uh, uh, some Peyton stuff right there. Like that was literally like the the offensive line. Everybody on the offensive line moved to a different part of the field and then set up the pass protection for that throw. Yeah, which yeah. is something that never happened. With, with Jim Bob Cooter. Yeah. Like he was, he was literally running the dumbed down version of the Sean Payton offense that didn't do any of the things that make Sean Payton's offense work. Yeah. I, I didn't see much of a change from, from Lombardi's playbook to Cooter's playbook. I mean, no, it, there it, much there at all. no, no. If it's, anything, it trunk and, and got tighter. And got a lot it's, more screens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That did. And not good ones, yeah. not well-designed ones like right. the, the carry on toss. Like, cause that, that's a great play design. Yeah. Like the whole left side of the off, offensive line and the right side switch sides. And then you end up springing one blocker free. And that's really all you need on a play like that is the running back looks like he misses his block and goes like, Oh no, <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's the, the, the execution, it's not always great. Like that's the one thing with this is we are seeing a lot of things where it does seem like the guys are a little bit more confused because there's a lot more stuff going on and it's still earlier in the year and they, they haven't done any of this before, but when it works, my God, it's beautiful. It's like staring at the sun during an eclipse. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just can't not look at it, even though it's burning your vision out frequently, <laughs> it will be the last thing you ever see. It's that beautiful. You're going to look anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that, that's absolutely right. And can you imagine as the season goes on and that confusion level goes down, 
and the comfort goes up with that thing. And 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 then even in the next year, yeah. how how effective this 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 offense is going to be? Exactly uh, like the defense last year. How much better was the defense in the second half of that year? Right than they were in the first half. And right now, those are the growing pains that the offense is going through. So yeah, you're going to have some weeks where you're against a team that shouldn't really be able to stop the run that well and you only average 3.1 yards per carry. But at some point, everyone's going to know what they're doing and they're going to stop thinking about it and then they're going to be able to just react. Like That's the beautiful thing about watching Ty Johnson run the ball is that guy's like, all right, there's the hole. Oh, it's full. All right, I'm going to go here now. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no blinking, no hesitation, just he doesn't slow down. He doesn't stop. He just bumps to the next hole, yep. you know, which is, and the, the play seems to be designed where that's what they want him to do is take a look. If there's nothing there, bounce it out and go. Just get what you can. As opposed to a bunch of jump cuts in the backfield, which has been the staple of the Detroit Lions offense for the last four years. <laughs> Give it to a man standing still and start hopping around. Yep. Yeah, play exactly. Scotch, yep. Yep, All yep. right. I think we're going to do it with that one. We got a we got a good show in here. We we, we broke an hour and ten minutes. Uh, oh, wow. Nash, I think we're going to say time flew. Cash the case the Nash. All right. Yeah, time flew. Great great win today, fans. I'm telling you this again. As we were just talking about this, this has been a team you know that's about. Uh, continuous improvement and 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 making changes and incrementally getting better all the time. Um, look back to where they all learned, where Quinn and where Patricia learned. It was from you know the the evil, what the evil group of evil, whatever uh, in in New England. And um, those first couple games, they want to win them, but they kind of are, are, are scheming and building and tweaking for the last uh, twelve. And um, then when they have film and when they know where the league's going for that year. So I would be really, really happy. If you're mad right now and you have, you have an undefeated team, then um, it's, time to, it's time to move on. <laughs> yep. Someone with a very short-term memory right there. Yeah. The other thing, two years ago, the Cardinals were a, like kind of a dark horse pick as a Super Bowl contender. They've had two head coaches since then. At the beginning of the year, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to be good. It flips every single year in the NFL. Half the playoff teams have losing records and top 10 draft picks. And I mean, can you imagine how teams that are scheming for uh, Air, for Arizona to be ass? I really, they're sh- they're 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 staring at their shoes right now, figuring, saying, "Oh my God, we got to figure something out." So, lots to go. All right, on that, we're going to call it a week. Thank you. Remember, the show needs your involvement. Use the comments in the subreddit, give us the feedback, and don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast. Join, get into that most intelligent chat that we talked about about the Lions on the internet, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions Podcast, and of course. Twitter at DET Lions Podcast, which is the very best place to see Ash. Sans pantalon? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, all right, give us a call on Skype and uh, we'll get you on the show. Uh, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word Detroit Lions Podcast, or use the Lions line 929 33 Lions. It's 929 335 4667. And go to Detroit Lions Subscribe to the podcast so we can come into your little place automatically. Uh, uh, Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, baby, no pants, no toasters, and no hot tubs. That means no problems because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.